Alrighty, alright. Hey. Welcome back to the After Dark Podcast. Hey. Where we debate <laughs> topics that are none of our business. It's your boy Mike. We got Big Stir in the building back from Arkansas. Hey. <laughs> oh my God, dude. How's the yeah. great land of Arkansas, Stir? Dude, it was it was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. I, I was I was pleasantly surprised, I'll be hundred percent honest with you. Um I met some really great people down there. I went down there with my work. Um for all the people that got hired within basically the last quarter or I don't know what the time period was exactly, but yeah, I went down there. Um basically was in like a training setting. So we would go to the, our headquarters down there. So we'd go to the headquarters at seven thirty, had to be there in there at seven thirty every day. And we wouldn't get done till five. So it was like a it was like you're not work not working. You're doing a lot of training, a lot of role plays, like walking through stuff, how to like do this, this, that, and the other. Super fun. Speaking outside of the work related stuff. I'm gonna be honest, Arkansas and specifically Little Rock. Let them know. Look, Let them hey, know. Don't out. hold back. No, I'm not gonna hold back. I mean, look, I shout shout out to my company for getting us a nice hotel. It was actually crazy because we were basically taking up the entire hotel. Like my entire, there was like seven people on my like we were all beside each other in rooms. So it was kind of, it was a it reminded me of college a little bit. So that was a vibe. But then you talk about food. So let me let me just tell you guys. And I'm not gonna. Well, actually, let me see if I can remember the street name. We were on West Capitol Ave, right? West Capitol Ave connects to like an intersection that goes down to Samantha's. For anybody listening down in Arkansas who's familiar with it at all whatsoever, there's uh, two places I ate, Bruno's and Samantha's. I ate at another place called EJ's Chicken Shop and I ate at another place called Bray's. Bray's was the best and it was my cheapest meal. I'm telling you, Arkansas has got some of the most mediocre tasting food I've ever had in my life, aside from Samantha's <laughs> and re respectfully Bray's. Like, and it was overpriced. I paid $21 at EJ's. Granted, I had gratuity added on it with it because I was eating with like seven other people. But that was at lunchtime. What bro. is Arkansas like, even known I, for? What Do they got any food that they're known for? Bro, it's Arkansas. Like, <laughs> people go to Mississippi before they go to Arkansas. People go to Alabama before Arkansas. Arkansas hasn't been good at anything since, aside from their college baseball over the last few years. And I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Like, and I've been watching y'all's college team. I like them. They're fun to watch. I'm still not, not a fan of them. But, I, you know, my SEC team is Vandy, so I'm going to go for Vandy. But, yo, super fun. Uh, Brewski, shout out Brewskis. Y'all know how to throw a ball. My boy, hey, DJ Story, if you, if you ever hear this, bro, shout out you. He was a guy who's a karaoke DJ, or he's a DJ at Brewski's on thursday night uh last week um hooked me up uh on the on the karaoke uh, on the karaoke line looked out for me man i had a really good time but um other than that man it was pretty good um sorry we got we that's why we missed you guys last week i was on a work trip and we decided probably smart ideas like hey let's not like try to run this but um other than that i mean that's that's my week man and then uh i wish i could go back low-key even though it was arkansas i still love <laughs> i love the people Honestly, bro, I love the people that were down there. It was just, it was just like. Did you get experience. any? Oh. Uh, did you get any side eye? Who's this? Nah, bro. <laughs> Not. A, I mean, I got, I got one. I got one when I went into a spot, but it wasn't like when it, I, I, I get where it was coming from, but I think they kind of heard me talk because it was one of the hostess, um, and they heard me speak, and they were like, oh, like he's not one of those regulars like that's how they were thinking bro. <laughs> but i'm 
But the last thing I'm going to say, because I could go on for days on this, because I could, I genuinely could talk for hours about it, because I had a lot, a lot of stuff happen that I will not say in public, point blank period. It's not going to happen. It's not going on the internet. Um, but so we were in, we were walking back. I was walking back, actually. Two things, actually. One, I forgot my work phone at one of the places I ate at. So I, did, I got back to the hotel. It wasn't too far. You could, it's like a five minute walk. So I get back to the hotel. I get, I'm like, dude, I forgot my work phone. I sprint, sprint across the street. And there's like no, nothing going on around there. There's like no cops, no fucking cars. There's nothing down there. Like it's not like I'm telling you, it's nothing. There's <laughs> nothing going on right there aside from fucking logistics. And that's what I do. So that makes sense. But um, I get back over there and it's sitting under a napkin. Like I called it on my personal phone like three or four times. Like hopefully somebody picks it up. Like, oh, hey, I was just there. I have a black guy with glasses. Like, blah, blah, blah. Um, but that's the first thing. Second thing, I got to say, y'all's crackheads in Arkansas are on some good shit, bro. I don't know what shit they're on. Shout out to bro. the crack epidemic. <laughs> Shout out to the epidemic. I don't even know if they were just on crack. They, they had to be on some other shit too because I saw a dude – this is I was I was completely alone. I, I think I went out for a walk like midnight, not midnight, but like later in the evening one night. And bro, I saw a dude literally full leaning like backwards, like backwards, like bro. a reverse and Michael he, Jackson smooth chrono. <laughs> bro, I was like, yo, how is he doing that? And he was like, he like popped up when I walked by. I was like, yo, hey man. He's like, you see that shit? <laughs> I'm like, what? Did you I see wish I that shit, nigga? No, nah, did you see it? Because you look like you blacked out for a second. It just didn't fall over. Then there was another crackhead that was in the same spot the entire week I was there from Sunday till Friday, bro. He, <laughs> I did not see him. He had the same pose, the same fucking spot. It's a tweet town, bro. I, I mean, and I guess you got to be on drugs down there because there really isn't that much you to do. You're either going to be an, like you either you're either an alcoholic. You either work, you either, like everybody down there comes down there is visiting for work. You know how many people in my hotel I would see that weren't in my company? I'm like, hey, what are you doing in town? Like, it was never like, oh, I'm coming to see family. Oh, I'm coming to see da 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 da. I'm going to a wedding, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It was always, yeah, I'm here for work. And I was like, how you, what do you think about it? Man, I've been here too many times. Really not that big, big a fan. All right, nice. And that's the same, it was the same story for everyone. So, I mean, I love my company and I know the next trip we're supposed to have as a, as a company is going to be in Texas. So that'd be a lot more fun. Yes, sir. Uh, well, I mean, I had a, I had a lot, I had a lot of fun, but um, yeah, man, crazy time. Like I said, I ain't going to expose myself on uh, the internet completely. Cause like I said, there was a lot of other stuff that happened, but that's for off camera. That's between me and the boys. And if I ever feel comfortable to bring it to light and embarrass myself on uh, the internet, I will. So <laughs> how was your week? How was your week, man? How was your weekend? Like what's been going on for you, Mike? Uh, weekend was nothing much to it. It was raining. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was pretty much stuck in the house all weekend, just chill with the little bro. Uh, he's got a new single out with Petey Pablo. Go ahead and stream that as well. It's called King of NC by Monty. Bynum. Link that shit. Link that shit. Featuring that shit Petey Pablo. It is the theme song to our podcast. So if you finally want to hear the full version, go check it out on all streaming platforms. But we're about to go ahead and roll right into the show. You got to hear about how shitty Arkansas was and the, for the yeah, number man. one reason why no one is probably ever going to book a trip there anytime soon. Unless Sterling has to go to headquarters <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to go ahead and start it off. It is 
high school time and it's the end of the year so you know what all the high school kids are doing it feels like it was just a couple years ago but it was a while ago since me and big stir being high school we old heads now but these new cats they doing prom different and it's very easy to do prom different when your dad is lebron james and worth a billion dollars so you know there was a lot of news going around a lot of speculation a lot of backlash over lebron's son you know the prophecy the prophet i guess uh bronny james Mm -hmm. taking a white girl who he took last year so i don't know why y'all niggas are still pissed but (laughs) He took a white girl to prom this year and he posted pictures and everyone's up in arms. Everyone's in flames. Like, why are you taking a white girl? You know, you're rich. Why is it always the rich black guy? So that leads us to After Dark Podcast to get down to the situation because we can't let the answer be untold. And so what we're basically trying to figure out here today is should black people put more emphasis on being with other black people? Or are we just blowing this out of proportion? And you know, Sterling, I want to get your thoughts on it and let you run it up. Let's 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 hear what Big Stir's got to say. You know, <laughs> one day I I I I hope to be you know wealthy. I would love to be as wealthy as Bronny and LeBron James. I really would. I mean, genuine. I don't think I'll get there, but I mean, I know I'll be at a point where I'm you know I'm well off, right? Um, and, and that's the hope and that's not a dream. That's, that's what's going to happen. Um, it's such a touchy subject, man, because, um, for me, like if we're talking about in terms of the question, like, you know, rich, wealthier, more well-off black men being with white women, I, I, dang, I I ain't gonna put my dad on blast right now. So we go, we go cheap and out of it, but there's the, and this isn't just from, I've heard this before, and I'm being 100% honest with you. Um, you know, my dad and my mom are in their 60s. Um, they've been married happily, happily married for, it'll be 27 years this July or June. I have to double check, June or July. I have to double check on uh, the clock at home. But um, yeah, they got a whole clock to commemorate their anniversary. It's, it's, it, that's, the only re- that's the only way I know. I should put it on my phone or something, but you know, whatever. Um, either or. Love my parents. My parents are a beautiful black couple. Um, love, love them since the day I was born. I had no choice. Um, and they've loved me just as much. But, you know, I mean, there is a difference specifically in the type of like, I, I mean, I'm me being black. I've experienced like I've seen black love, like how different it can be like from like, a, I mean, and it's not even offensive to anything because I'm not even in I'm not I'm not I don't date a, a, another black woman. So I, I know that that may be sound hypocritical for me. Uh, but to put in the shoes, like I was saying, my point is, is that a lot of black men nowadays and a lot of the reason my dad said it was like he was he saw it becoming more of a trend, even when he was younger, even when he was younger in the 80s and 90s, like, you know, going through those times. It's because black wealthier black men, men that are more well off are seeking women that are not only more submissive, but are willing to sacrifice more for themselves. Like, and I'm going to back it up, ladies. Is this, and this isn't me being trying to be offensive or nothing like that, because I respect all of you. Like, you guys have, uh, your lives are, you know, different from mine. And I will never know your perspective just as much as you won't know mine. But 
there's a lot of girls out there. Like, there's this wave going around now that every girl wants to be a bad bitch, right? Everyone wants to be a bad bitch. I want to get my money. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. I'm not cooking. I'm not cleaning. I'm not doing this. Now they want the man to cook, clean, make the money, and treat them right and do all this other stuff too. Not to say it's not possible. Not to say it, it, it isn't. But it's not really feasible um, if we really think about it, right? Um, and one of the things in black men is they look for specifically when it comes to black men, we're known to be a little bit more dominant to for lack there of a better word. And when we have that ability to be more dominant and have it with wealth as, as well, not just being in our culture, it, it, it does attract more women that are outside of our race. And, excuse me. We find, and I find that we're more attracted. Seems like more of those men are more attracted to women outside of the races because they're not, they see things different. It's hard to articulate. It really is. Cause I'm walking a slippery slope here and I know it. So I'm <laughs> not really, trying to, I'm, I'm, I, for sure. you might be slipping. I don't I'm know, walking, but we, we going to see. I'm, I'm pretty balanced. And like, I don't want to go on forever and make it a long rant or anything like that. But my understanding is, is like the submissiveness. And I'm not saying any woman shouldn't want to go get her bag or be, be that bitch or none of that. I'm not saying that. I think every woman has a right to do so. Um, just as much as every man has a right to do so. But the reason that's happening is because a lot of women get in those positions like of the opposite sex, specifically in black men, and then they think they're that bitch and that nobody could tell them what to do. They don't need no man. They don't need this. They don't need that. Like, you don't need anything unless you really need it. You need money to survive. You need food in your belly. You need fucking water. And you need a roof over your head and clothes to put on your back. That's what you need. Like, if we're really thinking about it. But in, in terms of your overall happiness, you need you need someone to be able to love and be a partner with and that you respect, that they fit into your mold and part of that puzzle piece. And sometimes it just isn't in the same same race, whether that be white, white with white, or whether that be white with black, black with white. So um, basically, mixed. let me clarify. So basically, your point of view is that um, black, more well-off black men are usually tending to go to... Uh, females outside of their race because black females are usually you know just as dominant as black males are yeah they're a focal point in the household and more well-off black men usually want more submissive girls and submissive girls yeah. are usually found traditionally outside of the black race yeah yeah i mean and that's 100 percent. i've heard this from an older guy before um, having a conversation, he said, you know, funny thing is, he said, my wife, and this is an older black gentleman, he said, you know, my wife, you know, I was real tired, I was, I was, I was feeling sick, and our grass was looking gross, and he said, he said he lived in this neighborhood with, like, white, black, it was all different people in there, and he's like, you know, I see some of these other white women out here, they'll go and cut the grass for their husband every once in a while, I'll go, he's like, I see it, he's like, but you, you know, you know, so, you know, my wife's not gonna go do that, she's not gonna go do that, because she's <laughs> like, I ain't gonna do that, like, but that's a part of a partnership and that's a deeper rooted thing. It may not just be her. Uh, and I know it's not just her or him, whatever. I have no problem with anyone da dating outside their race. I'm almost a hundred percent positive that my son or daughter and or both will probably end up dating someone outside their race. May not marry them, right? Like I'm not saying marriage here. I'm not saying marriage. I'm just saying they're going to experiment outside of their race. And oh, yeah. I can almost a hundred... Your, Especially your with the way daughter or son might be outside of your race as well. <laughs> yeah, that I mean the odds are the odds are in that way too. I mean just the way that like who the people I personally collaborate with or like I'm around. It's a mixture of a lot of different. <laughs> no, a lot of different people. I've been at dude. I was at a work event for a, a week. So uh, yeah, sorry. Um, I 
I understand like why people can be up in arms about it. But if we're going back to straight to Bronny James, like Bronny James is one of the most successful young African-Americans in the country based off of his father. I'm not saying that he couldn't have got his fame on his own because he went and joined FaZe Clan. He did all that stuff. He's got the brand. He's got PSD. He's got this is what NIL allows too. Like, this is not enabled without NIL, and I'm a big fan of NIL. I don't care when people get mad about an 18-year-old, 17-year-old making more money than them because they have a dad that's rich. Who cares? Who Stop cares? Stop complaining, right? Nepotism right? for the win. Who gives a fuck? Exactly. So my point is, is, like, don't bash a kid for going to prom for a girl. He really might care for a lot. I don't know, and I'm sure he does if he went to two consecutive proms with the girl, and he chose to go with her. She Like, this isn't, like, yeah, let this me- is a bye let me piggyback on that. So let me take it back to Bronny James and the girl itself. First thing I have to say, and first thing I want to like, just kind of uh, get off my chest per se, is why are all you bored, helpless people up in arms about two high schoolers going to prom? That is the first thing that needs to be addressed. Like, why is that even news? He is a high schooler going to prom with his date. Who cares what his date is? Who cares that it's LeBron James' son? It's prom, goddammit. They're about to go out there and dance to get low, 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 low. Do all the same fucking prom shit we did. Like, it's not that serious. Second off, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, Bronny is LeBron James' son. They are extremely well off, billionaire status. Um, Sterling, I want you to name as many black billionaires as you can off the top of your hand. Um, Jay Z, Rihanna, Diddy. Well, he just actually dropped off of the billionaires recently. Uh, was Kanye? Kanye was up there. Um, Yonce. So you're naming um, a bunch of extremely notable black names that are in a very finite amount of people out there so i am willing to guess that whatever school Bronny james is going to is going to have very few black women at that school that's probably a fair assumption it's it's just a simple fact yeah and i i i'm right with you like if you look at the kids that went to sierra canyon like or canyon like I've done some research on this, not even on this specifically, but on the school whenever he, he declared for it years ago, back when he was 14 coming out of high, middle school, like go, AAU stuff, like, or 15, was it 14 or 15? Like, bro, there, there's some affluent people there, like some pretty affluent folks. Like this isn't just a, your rim of the, a run of the mill type shit. This is it, Clayton High School, bro. Like there's going to be people Clayton. at every... I mean, just respectfully, like if, if if for everybody's listening, if you think about your high school, right? Think about your high school. Think about your popular kids, your nerds, your sporty kids, your middle of the road kids, your, you know, all these different types of country folk, you know, gang bangers, whatever you want to add and include in terms of like groups, right? There was always there's at least one to two, bare minimum, at every single high school. There's one to two kids that their family has a lot of money. It is it is based on percentages. It isn't even based on like oh well no it's a percentage, bro. Yeah, it's a percentage. One percent. We're talking about one percent, two percent, three percent of people. Literally, it's legitimately one percent, but we'll raise it because we're talking about a, a smaller uh, sample size. Um, but we're talking about two, three, four percent of people in that school are really well off like it's one thing to be well off and be fine but there's some folks that are like we we ain't never had to 
blink. They got old. They might have old money. They might have that new money. Who who knows? Who knows? So, so exactly. I don't, I, I don't so, like. Go my, ahead. I'm my, sorry. My go point ahead. essentially is that you know he's probably more like us in the fact that he grew around a lot of people outside of his race. He's probably mm-hmm. you know been exposed to that more often than not. So I don't understand why yeah. people are up in arms in this situation as an isolated insulation. But let's get into a macro perspective because the question was, should black people emphasize dating other black people? Yeah. And I kind of want to hit that point and just give you some of my thoughts. So mm-hmm. I'm an advocate of date whoever you please. That is what I'm an advocate for, I think there's a lot of beneficial things, a lot of cool things that can come about in mixing cultures and learning about different ways people were raised compared to what you were raised. Uh, you can find out that the ways that that uh, girl's parents were raised were meant to put people like you um, hitting the back with whips and shit like that and picking cotton. But uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes that happens. It's the luck of the draw. You never know. But yeah, exactly. In the grand scheme of things, uh, I will say though, I will, I will add a little caveat there that I feel like there kind of is a um, uh, a rooted issue that we're kind of like realizing and not uh, not really addressing or don't really know how to address or put it together is the fact that like there is a divergence of black people dating other black people and it's happening at a very rapid pace and you know um as although i'm all for like everyone date outside and you know like i said i i date outside it's not a big deal to me but from a macro perspective Mm -hmm. i can see why there would be some worry of that happening because you know we're really we're really finding that the black women and the black men are we're just not meshing these days and uh, what yeah. that could cause is an extinction of, you know, the like our race or not an extinction, but, you know, a dwindling effect of our race if it mm-hmm. continues to go on because we'll continue mm-hmm. to make more mixed babies in other races. Yeah. And then you'll see less and less black people. And I don't think that's a good scenario either. So it's definitely a question yeah. up there on that front. But, you know, honestly, man, you know, that's just something that, I feel like natural selection will just have to take care of and everyone's just going to date who they date. And at the end of the day, like when we were growing up, like it wasn't cool to date black guys. Black guys are dating outside of their race now because it's the first time in America that it was cool for other races to find black guys attractive. We're, we're what's hot now and we will not stay what's hot. I guarantee you. But right now we are what's hot. You ride that wave until you can't ride it no more, man, for sure. I mean, and, and to speak on the same piece, right? Like, it's like the question I would ask you, Michael, uh, is like, would you tell your son, be like, oh, you maybe need to look for a black girl? Never. Would you say, I, you would never do that. My parents have never once said to me, you need to date a black girl, or I'm like, you get, see, this is the thing. I could see the negative perspective because there's a lot of people say, They'll break. I've seen it. I've watched stuff about this. Like, I'm so intrigued by interracial couples, whether that be, like I said, black or white, Hispanic and black, Hispanic and white, white and white and, you know, whatever race, black and whatever race, et cetera, so on and so forth. There's so many damn mixtures you can go out there. And it's honestly kind of crazy. It's like fucking paint at this point. But um, see what comes of it, blue or purple. Um, but, um, or black or gray. 
Um, but the thing is, is like I saw, I saw, I was, I actually recently watched a video about this, and it was like, it was like couples, it was interracial couples. They were talking about why they split or broke up or whatever, and you know, obviously got paid to go and this stuff. And it's not a hundred percent real, but for some of it, I definitely could see that there was some real um, reactions and responses. Um, and one of the reasons this girl, she was, uh, I want to say she was Hispanic and she was dating, oh God, what was his race? He might've been white. He might've been white. He, then again, he might've been black. It might've been, there was a couple couples that were, had the Hispanic like mixture, but either or her reasoning was, is like, we didn't see eye to eye on cultural things. Right. Yeah. And so like, so then it backs up to your point from earlier where it's like, Oh, I think there's so many cool things to like learn about how somebody was raised and things that see it's it, it, that goes that may be a one off scenario. And I don't think it is a one off. I don't think it can be seen as a one off. For me, I don't care. I don't care how you were raised. I don't care your mom, your dad, sister, brother, uncle, aunt, grandpa, grandma, great grandma was in the picture or not, whatever. I don't care how you were raised doing X, Y, and Z. This is what like I was raised a certain way, you were raised a certain way, and we have to accept both sides of it. And then go into it culturally. There are certain things people do culturally, like in the Asian in the Asian culture, they bow to their elders, which I'm not about, right? But then, like other, like if you're Asian, you are gonna bow to your elder because that's a part of your culture. That's just what it is. And it's the same thing. It's like with black people, like you don't. Huh. It's like <laughs> it's like you don't you you. It's weird because there's a fine line. Like you say, you bring a, bring a friend to the cookout that's not black, right? Especially if they're white, like a. Especially, but you can only bring white. a certain white person to the cookout. Yeah, you. Yeah, you know you which white friend you got own. that you can bring to the cookout. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta have the intuition as a guy or a girl that's gonna bring it, whether that's your spouse, partner, friend, whatever. You gotta have the right intuition because they do some one because they're everybody. All eyes are on them. It's the same way we get looked at when we go in a place with all white folks. All eyes are on you. You do something. It's not even that bad, but in their eyes, they're embellishing it because you're you look different yeah that's the hidden that's the hidden bias no matter what anybody says like i mean and i'm, I'm not gonna call it races racism uh, everyone has a natural prejudice to people that don't look like them it is just a simple fact you cannot help it is and it's based off of ignorance and that's just what it is we're, we're never gonna know exactly what it feels like to be raised in a white household because we're not white just as much as they don't know how it's raised to be raised in a black household, Mexican household, Hispanic household, what whatever household you were built in, mixed household, right? Those that's a whole different ball game, right? Can I say something? Like, deep. Yeah, go ahead. Yo, for all the fellas out there listening to this right now, if you only like one type of woman, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm questioning, bro. How can you only like one type of? That's some little kid shit, bro. I'm telling you, when you were little, it is you know, you had a one preference and you hung on that shit. If you were a grown yep. ass man, 25 plus, and you like one type of woman, get the fuck out of here. You That's, lying to yourself. Same, it's, just, it's the same point, bro. It's like it's like you'll hear older black men. They'll be like, "Oh, I only like what black women." No, you don't. No, you don't. You are absolutely lying through Because as soon as that, as like, as soon as that twenty-five-year-old snowflake throws some booty at you, <laughs> yeah, they can all of a sudden I'm they don't have arthritis in their knees no more, and they up dancing and shit. <laughs> exactly, bro. But the thing is, is like we we fail to realize as a people, specifically our people, because 
yes, we know our women have been oppressed, extremely oppressed, like extremely oppressed. One of the most oppressed races or uh, uh, groups of people in the world, not just in the United States. Like, we know this, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like, don't have that pick-me energy. Nobody likes pick-me energy. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if you don't, if, if, if Bronny James wants to date the good, the good quote-unquote, good-looking girl in high school, that's, and she just so happens to be white, so fucking be it. So fucking be it. And he's going to do what he wants just as much as my son or daughter would do the same fucking thing. The yep. same fucking thing. It ain't no damn difference. It's the same thing you would have done to whatever race you are. You would have done the same shit. You would have done the same shit. And guess what? Your boys would have been gassing. Your girls would have been gassing you. All, all, your, all the people like, ah, okay, I see. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just I, I hate that type of stuff. Because, like, I'm not going to lie to y'all, like, I definitely was in a position where I wasn't very open to a lot of different races. But as I've gotten older, I'd see women and I realize how beautiful every race is, man. Every race. So, like, it's, a, it's an evolution, especially for men. I think for, honestly, for women, and I ain't going to talk on their side because I can't speak to the other races aside from my, my women. And it's hard because I'm going to be 100% frank with y'all. I don't know that many black women personally. Like, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't like they, they don't like they don't like me. And for all the ladies that are watching, I'm sorry. Like, uh, I, I really just don't, they y'all don't vibe with me for some reason. I don't know why it is. I'm a pretty cool guy. I just may not have the same banter as, you know, some somebody, some other black guy you, you'd be looking at. So, um, yeah, that's my case in point, man. I, that it pisses me off when people get mad at something that it's like it's it's just it's just fucking childish, bro. It's like 50 year old men and women like 50s getting mad at this shit fuck off man that kid's gonna be alive longer than you're gonna be longer than the amount of years that you're gonna fucking be uh on the earth for the remaining remainder of your and it's and it's brawny james like i i'm I'm sure if the baddest girl in the school was black she would have had brawny on (laughs) on her arm like brawny probably chose the number one choice in the pick of the litter so just get over it that's just how it goes exactly get the fuck over it. and and then speaking of that man um and, and brawny and the james family so 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 i mean the james family lebron james in particular has been so influential to pop culture to sports to the way we look at uh young athletes now i mean this guy was an athlete like he was literally in the spotlight from the age of like 15 16 from to now and he's 38 39 years old like let's let, let's give let's give the man some leisure so Recently, LeBron actually spoke about a little bit about retirement. And, you know, we just put in perspective, like it is a lot to think about one of the greatest players of all time retiring at some point in the next has well at least in the next five years like i mean i don't know what the fuck he's trying to do i he's i don't know if he's trying to be nolan ryan and pitch till he's like fucking 50 or whatever but uh tom brady didn't think he could play and getting his ass beat up like i ain't trying to like see a man you know go down like that, but um i think lebron uh you know in that point without getting my opinion i, I really want to ask the question to the people and and obviously to you mike if his career were to end today, right? Uh, speaking of, after losing to getting getting his ass whooped by Jokic, a white boy, a white boy that can't stand up straight or jump over a fucking curb, and the mixed boy that had a torn up knee, um, if his career were to end today, where does he belong with the greats? This is for my sports fans out there, and this is for the people out there that's for the culture. Point blank. Period. I want to get your opinion on it, Mike. I think that LeBron will go down as one of the greatest sports stories to ever been told. 
And probably um, he's and he'll go down as the greatest black athlete sports story to ever be told. That doesn't mean I think he's going to be the greatest player. I, I mean, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm Jordan. I don't think that there's much that. Well, I mean, there's obviously things that LeBron could do to surpass Jordan. I just don't think that he has what what's left in the tank to achieve those things to pass Jordan in my eyes. Those are in my eyes specifically. It's just how I see it. Um, I think there's a mentality thing, but that's beside the point. I'm talking about LeBron and his story. I think that although he's not the greatest basketball player in my eyes, I think Jordan is. I think he's the better story. Because, you know, mm. LeBron came from he came from nothing. He was chosen. It's almost like this. It's almost like this triumphant um, American story that we always that was the put. He in was movies. a prophet. Yeah, he, he was the prophecy. He was literally a prophet. He was, he was prophet. everyone said he was going to be the greatest recruit ever. They said he should go down as the greatest of all time. X, Y and Z. And, you know, he pretty much lived up to every single thing and overachieved, in my opinion. I think he overachieved based off of um, what everybody had him at. So on that perspective, you know, I think that's I think that's great and all. You know, some people w didn't hear what I just said and only heard the fact that I said he's behind Jordan and they're up in arms and felt like I just disrespected LeBron. But, you know, there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with being number two all time. And let me tell you, people. People think that I'm being disrespectful when I put them number two. Do you know how hard it is for me to admit that LeBron is better than Kobe? Every inch of my body wants to put Kobe at number two. Kobe's my favorite basketball player of all time. Every part of my body just wants to say, fuck you, Bron fans, and put Kobe at yeah. number two. But I'm not going to do it because I'm an unbiased sports observer and I'm looking at LeBron, and I think that, you know, he was 38, and he put on a hell of a show. You know, I mean, he just basically, LeBron is a fucking master at chess because he knew exactly what he was doing. He went all out at the beginning of that fucking fourth quarter, got his 30 points, made the whole uh, blah, 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 completely ran out of tank in the fourth quarter, and then he had the whole... He didn't have enough help situation, and then we're going to go back to the foot where he miraculously said, a doctor, I got the LeBron James of all doctors, and, you know, they said they'd never seen someone's foot heal this fast, but now all of a sudden his foot's a big deal. I thought your foot, foot was healing fast. I thought you got the LeBron James of all doctors. So, I mean, I guess if you would have got the Jordan of all doctors, he would have told him, hey, you know, your foot's not really doing all that well. But he got He's the second fighting. best doctor available, so... I guess that's He's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, and I, I agree with you uh, definitely on the point that LeBron is the second best basketball player to ever play the game. I there is I, in my eyes there is no debate. I mean, you could put you could put a lot of people try to put Magic and and LeBron in the same right, but I, you can't. I don't think you can do that in terms of overall influence, ability, what he's done on the court, etc. Kobe is that close argument where you have to put into that ideology that like Kobe. If he was still living today, without him being on the basketball court, he would be affecting basketball. That's how like influential he is. And LeBron will have that same effect even when he's done playing basketball. And it'd be a sad day. I mean, I will be sad. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you. I will 100 percent be sad because he's the he's the second he's the number one best player I got to watch in my time, right? Number one, right? 
because we didn't get to watch uh, 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 Jordan in his prime. We didn't get to watch that. We were not even, no. we couldn't even fathom what the fuck was going on if, if we, even if we were alive probably at that age. Uh, but the point I'm making is that you spoke about the story of LeBron. LeBron has come from a single mother, a single mom, uh, you know, fucking Akron. That shit is ass. I ain't never said, I have never, it's, um, Akron might be, might be the equivalent to Arkansas. Go. I might we, we might have to make a trip up there and be like, you know who else was born in Akron? Uh, fucking Steph. Yeah, they breathe some they breathe some killers in Akron. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because that that's what they do out there. Fucking the homicide rate. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's pretty <laughs> high up there in Akron, actually. Um, but either way, you spoke about a story. I mean, and I want to speak to this again. I don't think we. I don't. I don't know if we did or we didn't speak on it in the last podcast or not. I might have talked to you about it when I when we went home and I saw you uh, for Mother's Day. I saw you guys for Mother's Day or stuff. But Air, if if the, for the folks out there, if you want to watch the movie Air, Air is a great movie. I think um, personally, one of my favorite movies I've ever watched uh, about the story of Michael Jordan, how he got the Jays. So story wise, like story wise, yes, LeBron's story is more appealing and it goes to the like the struggle of like a down like a down, not a down bad, but like he had everything against him type of shit because like Michael Jordan lived in Wilmington, North Carolina and he had a, you know, fairly okay, like growing, like upbringing and, you know, uh, they weren't like poor, but they weren't rich. And, you know, the way that I interpret their, the way that Michael Jordan came about, because Michael Jordan was, if any, if any, for those folks that don't know, at, at, at UNC, Dean Smith didn't want this, like, the way that Michael played, he didn't, like, want him to play the way that he, like, ended up playing in the NBA, which was, like, I'm going to ISO you, I'm going to beat you off the dribble, I'm going to shoot over your face, I'm going to dunk on you, I'm going to lay it past you, I'm going to jelly all over your face, whatever, pause, but I heard, I know, I know what that sounds, (laughs) but they, like, the story of, like, like, Michael Jordan was not supposed to be the like what he was lebron had every expectation in the world i mean everybody knew michael was gonna be great they didn't think he was gonna be the greatest right like and that's where the underdog story because lebron was an underdog until he got the fucking nba let's just be real he was an underdog because he came from he came from nothing had a struggle in it but professionally in the real world in the nba where money counts and what you do on the court actually matters not fucking high school because by the way this man, Michael, got cut from his JV team somehow. Like, I, I, I just want to let that be known, like, in terms of story-wise. But LeBron is going to be second all-time. LeBron will continue, like I said, to influence the game off the court. And I'm so happy to have experienced a, a player like him, even though I rooted against him so often. I still love to see him succeed when he does because he's an honorable man. He's a respectable guy. I don't respect him as a basketball player, but I respect him enough to know that he's fucking good. Um, and I wouldn't be going out there trying to guard LeBron James. I probably wouldn't. He could score 11 up on me probably 100 times over. Like 100 times. He wouldn't miss. He'd just take it to the lane and dunk on me every time. There's nothing I could do. There's nothing I could do. The man is 6'9", 250 pounds. What the hell is my skinny ass going to do? Like Not shit. Not shit. Like, see... I, 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 there are people like, oh, who can win in a one-on-one between him and Le- like Michael and LeBron? It doesn't fucking matter, man. Rings count, longevity counts, and I get it. Like Jordan wasn't the best on the in, in the back end of his career, but he was still Michael. He still had that dog in him. He still had that beast in him. That's why people compared him. That's why Kobe and 
and Michael were compared so often. That's why people started trying to put Kobe at number two over LeBron. There was a point in time where Kobe was number two until LeBron started fucking figuring out how to win after he kept bouncing around the teams. But Can I say a hot take? Yeah, of course. Because I feel like this is the longest I've had a conversation and gas LeBron up <laughs> in the same conversation. <laughs> so I just kind of want to feel like me again and stop gassing him up. So for anybody out here who is enjoying the gassing up of LeBron James, guess what? That's about to end now, and you can eat a hot dog without a bun, nigga, because I'm about to make a <laughs> hot take right here. And my hot take is, although LeBron has the greatest story of any black athlete of all time, although he's the second greatest basketball player of all time, the number one knock on LeBron's career is going to be the fact that when it all said and done, he in his own career won't have the most influential career on the court. And that would be a man named by Stephen Denzel Curry. Stephen Denzel Curry will have the most influential on the court career. You mean Steph? You mean you mean Stephen? You mean War? Oh, Wardell, 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 Stephen. Yeah, Wardell, Stephen Curry. Yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad. Wardell, Stephen Curry, Stephen Wardell Curry. Or now I'm all. It's Wardell, Stephen. Wardell, Stephen. All right, I'm all messed up. You okay? I almost rather you let me die on that hill. <laughs> you can die on it, man. I, I, I ain't bringing no water, bro. I promise you that one. All I'm saying is, when it's all said and done, I think when people are taken back, this does not mean, do not get me wrong, do not want you to misinterpret me. I am not saying Steph Curry had a better career than LeBron. I'm not saying that he's having yeah. a better career than LeBron on the court. But I am saying that when it's all said and done, he will have the most influential career. And I think he's already had the more influential career. Point taken number one is that he actually influenced the game of basketball. Basketball is played differently. It is designed differently. It is coached differently. It looks differently. It has different rules because Steph Curry mm -hmm. entered the NBA and started doing what Steph Curry does. So on uh, on a game's perspective, it's more influential. Second, I think from a winning perspective and a career's perspective goes, I think when it's all said and done, I think Steph gets him another one, to be honest. That's just me. Um, oh. I think, I think they're going to bring somebody in this year. I think Steph's going to get him another one. I think Steph will end his career with more rings than LeBron unless LeBron does some bitch-ass shit where he brings in Kyrie, Trey Young, or Dame Lillard to go join up and start this big three bullshit again that we nah, just got rid of. It's going to be big six, my boy. We just got rid of that shit, and now they're talking about bringing that back, so I'm, I'm through with all that. If that happens, then, you know, it is what it is at that point. But I yeah. think that Steph Curry will end with more rings, and I think the fact that he did that inside of LeBron's reign, inside of his career, because mm -hmm. let's be honest, Jordan kept greats from being in the top 10 because they could not get a ring inside of his dominance. Like, there's literally players that we would be considering in the top 10 had it been for Jordan not oh. being in the league. 
Well, let me let me let me let me let me let me correct you because I from from what I recall, I believe that Michael Jordan was two and six against Larry Bird. Oh no, he was uh, what was it? Yeah, I think it was two and no, that wasn't two and six. It was like he he two two and three, some like he never he didn't have a winning record against Larry Bird in the Celtics while he was in the league in the East in the East in the playoffs. He didn't. Yeah, no, and, no he lost to him as a young not, player. And we're not gonna and we're not gonna say. That Magic and 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 uh, Jordan weren't aren't in the top ten. I know who you're talking about. You're talking about that fat man that's on TV that be talking all that shit that kept, didn't win a damn ring. That's who you're talking about. Cause Charles is it, that man, and they people be letting Shaq gas up who they think all Charles, alone. But he was that John man. Stockton. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. There were killers. Like, Gary Payton, all them boys. There were killers on the other end. That we look at funny because when we go back and look at their career, they don't have the rings. They don't have this and that. Let me tell you something. It's because Michael Jeffrey Jordan was on the other end. He didn't allow for these players to get those top 10 careers. And I think that that is a factor that kind of hurts LeBron because a lot of dynasties were taking place in LeBron's um in his reign, you know, we had the the tail end of the Celtics Spurs dynasty. dynasty that came in. Celtic dynasty. I wouldn't call Celtics a dynasty, but it was a cool little time. It was cool, you know. That was it was cute. With Damn, bro, I, lo- I I was I was fucking with it. That was the OG big three. If anybody, did, well, the OG big three, in my opinion, actually by technicality, in the two thousands was the Spurs with Tony, Manu, and Tim. And by the way, Timmy Duncan's a top ten but player. That's a self made. That's a self made big three though. That's just hard yeah, work the, and resilience right there. That's a Golden yeah, you had State two, big three. You had, that's a Golden State big three. And like and now, like, and without us going on a sports rant for too long, because you know, we could probably talk about this shit for fucking days. We can literally go on for days on this. But the point we're trying to make is like we're not neither one of us is downplaying LeBron's greatness. I think LeBron is like ease. There is like, I mean, comparing LeBron's career to like Somebody in the in the modern age right now, like you can't like, and I love Kevin Durant, but like they were like, there's a point where oh, Kevin Durant could surpass LeBron in terms of the dump, bro. Let me just go and tell you, bro. Ain't ain't no fucking way. Ain't no fucking way. There were a couple years in the in the NBA that 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 Kevin Durant, rightfully so, was the best player in the world. There were some years because he was going crazy. That man was unfreaking stoppable. But there was also a year where. James Harden was the best player in the world. Then they, then it was Russell Westbrook was the best player in the world. Then who pops up out of nowhere? This little, this little slender, light-skinned boy that could used to not even better push the ball up from three. Steph, Steph Curry, Kawhi, like you, Kawhi had a year. Kawhi, <laughs> you have Paul George, like all these names. Like think about how many MVP. Because this goes to the point of damn, we're going to the rabbit hole. Fuck. Um, let me make. At this point, and I'm going to shut up about it. Nikola Jokic is a two, back-to-back MVP. 20, the 21-20, or sorry, 2020-21 season, the 2020-21-22 season. 2022-23 season, Joel Embiid went, right? LeBron has been in the league since he's been 18 years old. 19, 18 or 19, I can't remember. He's had a marvelous career. Marvelous. There's two, there, there, at the, at the, in the time in his career, there have been how many back-to-back MVPs have there been in the time that LeBron has been in the league? Uh, well, I know we got Joker, we got Steph. Um, was 
Was KD back to back or no? I don't think KD was back to back. Well, LeBron was a well. He's won. He won a lot. Yeah, I um, mean, LeBron got four or five. I'm, I'm, I had to look this up because it's going to frustrate me. MVP trophies. Uh, like, he's gotten a lot. But I wanted to make the point of there's been – he's got four. Okay. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, he's got four and four, and then he's got two Olympic gold medals. And him and Jordan actually, should have a whole lot more than what they have, but, you know, we get bored with the MVP votes. Well, yeah, the MVP vote is the most bullshit thing. I, honestly, that's why like, I don't know why people get up in arms about Nikola Jokic not, not being the MVP. I think rightfully so. He shouldn't have got the MVP this year. I'm just saying regular season-wise, definitely in the playoffs, he's showing why he should have been the MVP in his eyes. I have nothing against the man, nothing against him at all. I think, like I said, he just can't jump over a fucking sidewalk curb. Shout out Stephen A. Um, <laughs> but, the man, but, the, but somehow this big-ass white man knows how to play basketball better than 99% of the league. Um, and he does it better than all of them, most of them. So, and, and that's to speak to LeBron. LeBron, even at 38, 39 years old, is hands down still better than 99.5% of the NBA. Like, he just doesn't have the stamina and the endurance he used to have where he was this freaky, he had the freakish ability to, like, just go crazy. And nobody knew how. A man just would pop out of nowhere. When he blocked Andre Iguodala in Game 7, to win the against the Golden State Warriors back in his hometown, probably one of the that will be thirty years from now. We've got children. We're watching stuff. That will be on a highlight reel, and it will be there. Greatest moments in the finals, hundred percent. I mean, there's nothing, and I give that to the man because he's showed a lot of heart and will. I wish he didn't. He didn't like put on the big three train because the big three train. He started it, and everybody, everybody did it and last point and then I'll let, I'll let you speak and then I'll shut up about it period I will it's promise I just get really like I saw Amon Shumpert talking about something the other day it's when they were in a bubble um I, you might have saw this interview actually um they have a, him and uh somebody else have a pretty good podcast I don't know if it's him and somebody else I can't remember but he was talking about in the bubble they were asking around because these guys didn't want to play with like no fans and all that shit because that's what they thrive off of man they you know they love that shit and they asked, they were like, yo, I think it was uh, UD. Uh, if you guys don't know who UD is, it's Udonis Haslam, uh, one of the oldest players in the NBA. I think he is the oldest player in the NBA. He might be, able to get, he might be getting him, him, him another ring this year without having to fucking touch the court, um, which is impressive. But Udonis was like, yo, is Braun playing? Because if Braun's not playing, we ain't playing. Like talking about the Heat. And they, he knew that was a domino effect. He knew everybody else was thinking the same thing because it's like, there's no point because you're not going to beat the best. Mm -hmm. So that's just my argument to it. I think it's phenomenal what LeBron's done with his career. I have a lot of respect for him as a man. Basketball player, I can respect the fact that he can beat my ass in the game. And it probably, you know, like I said, he beats 99.5% of the fucking league better than him. So I ain't going to take anything from him, but you still a bitch ass. I don't care what you I don't care what you have to say. You can come to my house. You can sue me. You can fucking get me on some fucking charges. I don't care. Your lawyers are going to be better than mine. But guess what? I'm tired of you bitching and moaning. Get out there. You're 38, 39 years old. You can't fight fucking father time. Stop trying to do it. Peace. <laughs> I'm good on that. That's the perfect way to end that, that segment. Well, if that's the point, guys, you know we love talking about Braun, and we know we love talking about random stuff. Let's talk about another random thing. 
Elon Musk, one of the most notable figures in the technological world, in the world, period. Elon Musk. Just like every time I hear something from this man, it's just something like different. And it's always like something interesting, so I can't be mad at him. Apparently, Elon Musk has got this brain chip company called Neuralink. I did a little bit of research while we were talking, you know, even a tiny bit prior. Um, And so this company, Neuralink, has been FDA approved to trial on humans. And if you want to fill the folks in what Neuralink is, you might have a better understanding than I do of what it is, Mike. Fill the folks in a little bit about what it is, and we'll kind of go into the segment from there. Yeah, so... Elon Musk got FDA approval to start um, testing Neuralink out on humans, which I'm surprised that we're moving this quickly. Uh, but anyways, it's, it's a chip <laughs> in your brain that is going to allow you to, you know, I mean, I think the macro perspective and the in the future perspective is almost like having a computer in your brain. Like it's going to make smartphones obsolete if you want to know information you just pretty much think about it and it'll be in your head it's kind of a weird thing you'll be able to control um the technology in front of you just from thought and you know whatnot so you'll be able to pull up netflix just by thinking about hey i want to watch netflix i want to watch um whatever so it's it's just crazy but i i mean i think the real thing there is you know are we are we kind of moving too fast in this scenario? Uh, are there a long-term um, implications for, you know, becoming pretty much cyborg at that point? And I mean, if there are any, if there aren't any, you know, are you going to be one of the people to hop on that train once it hits the market? I mean, what do, what, what are you thinking? Well, I think of this like vaping. And, and now hear me out, right? When vaping came out, it was like supposed to be this, the smoking alternative that was supposed to be good and it wasn't supposed to have the same effects as smoking cigarettes, right? That was the big thing. That's why you vaping single-handedly took, I don't even know the percentage, but it was probably like, a, I mean, it's probably a third of smokers off the market, like smoking cigs at least. Um, and vaping at the first hand is like, oh, this is safe, this is good, whatever, nobody cares, whatever. Right. And then we go back and you see all this research. Now, this is going to be bad for your lung, bad for blah, 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 all these bad things, raise your blood pressure, et cetera, so on and so forth. Because it was vapor. It's vapor. Like we're thinking, oh, it's water vapor. It can't be like bad. Right. Start putting salt, nicotine and stuff. Things start getting twisty anyways. You put salt in anything, things start getting bad. Um, so you think about Neuralink. I ain't, I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't going to be one of these motherfuckers to trial it. I'll tell you that shit right now. You better pay me. You better pay me enough for, for life to trial me on this shit. Um, I mean, damn. It's a, it's a perplexing question, man, because I, I, I'm perplexed. I, I'm truly, truly, like, I'm actually, like, it's hard for me to, like, really fathom being able to just think about something and have it in my brain and be able to make it happen or whatever it is. It's like being a magician without being a magician. And, um, I mean, I think if it, I think if it, uh, I think if it went well and there was enough research, I'd, I'd give it probably because vaping took about five years to get the research they have now to say, like, oh, this shit is not good for you really at all. 
Um, I mean, putting nicotine in your system, period, isn't a good thing. But um, I give it five, five to ten years for me to even put that in my body. If it was like, if it had accurate, like recent, not accurate, but ample research showing that it doesn't have uh, substantial side effects, because anything you do, like good or bad, right? Working out has good side effects and bad side effects. Just as much as drinking too much water has great, great side effects and good side effects. Side effects, aka means consequences. The reason it's called side effects is because consequences is too much to put on a fucking pill bottle. That's why. Folks, if you didn't know, now you know. And y'all can finish the rest. I'm 1,000%. I'm going to get... Everybody else is going to have it in their fucking... Yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, I'm 1,000%. Like, there's no... Go ahead. Well, you're frozen, so I'm gonna go. <laughs> I, I'm I'm one cheaper. I'm one thousand percent gonna get it. My bastard, you were frozen for a little bit, so um, <clears throat> I'm just gonna go. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. um, I'm getting I'm getting it. No doubt, no doubt. The moment I'm not gonna get the first gen because everyone knows the first couple gens suck. If you look at the iPhone, if you look at the Apple Watch. First gen of anything is usually pretty trash. So I'm going to let everyone walk around thinking they're cool with the first, second gen Neuralink chip. All right, blah, 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 know it all, which are glitching ass. You, <laughs> they're over here twitching. They got Tourette syndrome now because they, <laughs> they got a chip in their head. But that third gen, that third gen, I'm copping and I'm I'm never looking back. I'm all for part robot goes cyborg like if the moment that they give us a robot arm i i'm going crazy they give us a robot dick i'm i'm tearing these tearing it up yo so i'm going crazy i'm i'm getting everything that's under the sun the moment they give it to us because you know i'm all about that futuristic world i still think it's crazy that we're already at a point where we're testing this kind of stuff like that kind of that kind of blows my mind a little bit but it is what it is. I mean, I don't have too much to say on it. I thought it was just a cool kind of cool kind of topic that I wanted to bring up. And, you know, y'all let me know. Would you be willing to put a chip in your brain? Since it's Elon Musk, since I, everybody I, loves Elon Musk, apparently. I think that in terms of it, I think there's no reason not to. Um, at, once it's obviously got ample research, like I said, and, and it's gotten some real backing. Because... One of the things that we fail to realize, and a lot of people are denying it, I don't like, I'm one of those people that's not in, like, doesn't like to be in denial, right? Like, that's with everything in my life. Like, if I, like, you own your shit, right? You own the good and the bad things in your life. Same thing with this shit, bro. Like, if you will sit here and deny the fact that AI and the evolution of technology is moving at such a rapid pace now, and it's like, oh, this won't become, like, real life. Yes, it is. Because people said the same shit about the fucking internet. And look at the internet now. People live off of it. Like, people literally make a living off the internet, right? So, the question is, is like, for the people out there that are in denial about this shit, I'm sorry, old grandma, if you fucking, and I'm 35 and thinking, oh, well, this ain't gonna, no, I don't give a fuck, bro. I don't give a fuck. You need to get you need to get your ass off your fucking your rocking chair. Get your ass out the house and start seeing the world. If you really think that technology ain't moving in, in in a direction, there's gonna be a point where you ain't even got to get on a flight no more, bro. You gonna be able to teleport to places. 
Like, it will be that way, bro. It will be a luxury to fly on a plane. It will eventually become cheaper to fly on a plane than it is to fucking teleport. Yeah. I'm telling you. These are the things that people are failing to realize. And if you keep denying it, you will be behind the fucking eight ball. And my dad always tells me, if you start behind the eight ball, you're most likely going to fucking still be behind it in 10, 15, 20 years. You start behind it, you will always be behind it. So, and it's real hard to hit, a, hit the cue ball around another fucking ball unless you're really like that. I'm just going to let y'all know for those folks that don't know pool. Um, so, look, man, I'm all about it. Um, I really wish it would slow down a little bit, respectfully, just in terms of AI stuff. Just a little bit. Just a little. But, I mean, in terms of where things are going, man, I'm with you, man. Third, fourth generation, I'm on that shit. Like, you best believe, like, imagine if, like, you, you've seen the jokes, right, where it's like the Riz, the Riz glasses? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen those? Imagine you're on a date with a girl, and you got a Neuralink in there, rizzing the girl up, you ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> you just sit there, and she be saying shit, you're like, alright, yeah, but, uh, and she's like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, bitch, I got a Neuralink, you don't even fucking know. I got that shit in my brain right now. That's the advantage for the first, that's the advantage for the first gen folk. But, I mean, after that, that once everybody has, it won't be as, as effective, but still, man, like, it could definitely, it could bring capabilities to people that are disabled. Like, that's what we gotta think about, too. It's like, this isn't just for the the rich to be rich and just do rich shit. Dude, also, one crazy thing that could happen with the Neuralink shit is, like, this could be a plus side for all the guys that got to pay for dinner, and we can't never use no coupons mm. because, you know, we'd be looking crazy mm. if you pull out a coupon. But if we could just pay in our head yeah. and whatnot and access that little promo code real quick. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. We like that. <clears throat> But yeah, yeah we'd be look. Hey, and I'm I'm gonna let y'all boys know if y'all want to use a coupon at dinner and you and you having to pay, fucking use it. Tell that tell that girl, hey, sorry, bro. Hey, you want to pay? Just by the way, that's my that's my little point of, point of, case in point center for my bros out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so speaking of just in terms of <laughs> influential piece, people still rolling on the Elon Musk train, right? A little bit, right? <laughs> Apparently. Guys, I mean, Instagram's about to roll out a Twitter competitor. I don't even really know about this. I did actually, we did speak about it very briefly um, at one point. But in that same vein, with Twitter rolling out a Twitter competitor, what are our thoughts on the ideology that Twitter could basically become? Go to our original point last time we spoke, where I said that Twitter would become extinct, or some Snapchat, Twitter, one of the two. Where we talk about this to some degree and what app's gonna go extinct first, like big app right now. What are your thoughts on it, Mike, in terms of like if Instagram's gonna roll out something very similar to Twitter where people enjoy Twitter, but people love Instagram? Like nobody asks for your Twitter handle, bro. Granted, grown folks only ask for Instagrams and phone numbers nowadays. If you're asking for a fucking Snapchat, you're a child. And if you're asking for a Twitter handle, you just are delusional. So, um, what are your thoughts on the idea that Instagram could be rolling out a competitor to Twitter? Well, so we kind of had the whole code. So we kind of had the whole um, <clears throat> Instagram debate, kind of Instagram social media type debate where we were talking about which will still be around and whatnot. And, you know, surprisingly enough, now Facebook is dropping a competitor to Twitter. And I think what will happen to Twitter when this takes place is I think the social aspect of Twitter will be completely annihilated. 
that's my personal opinion. I think the social aspect, uh, which Twitter doesn't have much social aspect anyways, is very much so mm-hmm. news, business, reporter type stuff. It's, it's more of like a it's more of like a social media app for a more social version of LinkedIn these days, really. Like people use Twitter as an extension of their business platforms and stuff like that. But I think all the funny, all the black Twitter, all that shit is moving to Instagram. I think it's going to be lit. I kind of I kind of hope that they can find a way to put it all on the original Instagram platform, although I think they're going to roll out their own separate app. I think that's the plan that they're doing, um, which I would kind of I mean, I guess I wouldn't want them to, you know, cloud up and, you know, keep it all clogged up on the actual Instagram app itself. But I also feel like I don't want to bounce between apps. I don't know how often I would bounce between Instagram and their Instagram Twitter. If it was just all right there on Instagram, I'd be hooked. I would probably be tweeting or whatever the fuck they going to call it. When they have their own, I'll probably get back to like doing that kind of shit if it's on Instagram. They just call it posting. They just call it posting, just because posting is the same thing. It's all it's all Facebook related. Yeah, so like I'll just make posts and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's basically Facebook related. Perfect. It's basically you know the young man's Facebook. It's like they realize that Facebook is only for older people, and how can we get the young people to start doing what they used to do on Facebook, but now it's only old people doing. So they're probably rolling out a new, like, fresh look. It's brightly colored. It's not old. doesn't look ugly like yeah, the yeah. Facebook shit. So I think it could be – I think they're going to wipe away Twitter's social aspect that they don't even really have. I think Twitter's going to be stuck to a bunch of finance dudes, a bunch of sports reporters, a bunch of news reporters, and it could all fall on deaf ears when it's all said and done, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I the way I think about it is if, it, if Instagram drops a competitor and it's going to be on the app, right, like within the Instagram right now, I believe that it's going to be so phenomenal, like you said, and you're going to get like super hooked on it, that it could literally change the way that we look at social media, right? Like, think about it. Like, how often would you say you post? Uh, on Instagram? Instagram? Or, or, or Twitter? Twitter, Instagram, yeah. Instagram probably three or f- maybe three to four times max a year. <laughs> yeah, and then you might put up a couple stories here and there, right? Like yeah. I've been trying to get a little bit more active on it just because it's there, and I want to I want to utilize it. But they're trying to reignite a population of people, and this includes girls too. I'm not saying like guys are the only ones, but reignite a group of people on their app, right? Like, we're known as ghost followers to you and I are, right? Because we, we don't like, I, I mean, I only like, like on a, I only like certain pictures by certain people. I only, you know, post certain things at certain times. I only, you know, th- you're trying to reignite all that stuff. And when you have that ability to do that, like your, your app is going to boom. More money comes into the into the fil- into the funnel. And they're just, Facebook and that whole conglomerate is just fucking caking up again. Like, it, it, it's it's a phenomenal idea, and I think if it rolls out correctly, it will be it it'll be probably the hardest app. It, they will never be able to go extinct unless something crazy happens. That's how like good it could be for them. Yeah. So I want to I, I want to know you guys' thoughts in the comment section and online, and you know, however, 
because I would I would love to see like what people think about it because it's something that I really find uh, fascinating because I love Instagram. I don't even watch TikTok. Well, I've been starting to watch TikTok more because I only go up there for you know particular stuff. But <laughs> um and and reels are great because reels are good. They're long. Like they you can. It, it's just it just makes sense. Oh, it's I very very. Oh, I well, hate you're... I hate scrolling through reels. I like the reels when they're just on my feed, but like mm. actually just scroll. I never find myself scrolling through like the actual reels part of Instagram. No, 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 no. If you click on one, you get into it. But if you don't click on one on your feed, you have to go to it. I that's how I usually get into it. I stay up there for like a fucking hour at some point. I'm like, damn, it's been an hour already. So. I think it'd be phenomenal. I think for all the girls out there, it'd be really great too because they can go back to doing what they were doing as kids. Like, we're not kids, but like high schoolers or even like, you know, college students and like tweeting and, you know, having that type of energy and not having to post a picture and having to like try to look cute every time you put up something on, on the internet. I mean, just respectfully. Because honestly, nobody gives a fuck how you look. I'm sorry. Um, it's just like, you don't look, you don't look the same in person. We know this is, we, we not saying you catfishing. We just know that them filters do be going crazy. I saw a bitch's teeth turn from literally gold, like gold, like disgusting gold, to <laughs> sparkling white, to sparkling white, bro. Like not even like the like, oh, that's a nice white teeth. No, sparkling white, bro. She was my shiny teeth and me type shit, bro. <laughs> my shiny like, teeth. <laughs> like if you know, if you if you know, you know, uh, type shit. But I'm serious. Like y'all folks don't understand. Y'all need to roll this shit out ASAP because I'm trying to get active. I'm trying to get ignorant, low key. That shit would be fun. Oh no, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm all about that. Zuckerberg, you yeah. might got yourself another one with this. D- it, hey, it, him and Metro might need to do a track for real. <laughs> honestly, honestly, might not have to do a track. But one of the last things we're going to talk about here before we kind of get to our before we get to our favorite segment, being our Black React. Um, we love talking about Ice Spice and the hip hop culture. This is really one of the big things we first things we talked about hip hop tonight. But um, so Ice Spice like earns her biggest debut as a female rapper on the global Spotify with Car- the Karma remix. Um, and so before I get into it, we know Ice Spice is a crazy popular artist right now. She has a ridiculous amount of pull amongst women amongst men honestly amongst men a lot more than women at this point to be frank Probably. um yeah like that is crazy but um the question is and the question at hand we have to re- like take into account here is that is ice spice having a better start than cardi b so don't forget cardi b y'all and i'll start this one off mike to make it easy for you go for it. don't forget cardi Cardi B, bro, she was that it girl, Bodak Black or Bodak Yellow. Oh my God, that shit went crazy. Like at first, first I was denying it because like a female rap, it was an anthem, bro. And then she just started pushing out more and more hits. And then she drops with Meg the Stallion that absolutely went nutty with WAP. I mean, that shit was. Wasn't that during quarantine? Yeah, bro. I'm, l- let me just go ahead and tell y'all something real quick. For Which is the biggest fucking oh, fuck you from God to make that yeah, song I know. come out during quarantine. I just want to let it be known, bro. I want to let it be known that when that song dropped, if that song dropped in 2023, we're COVID-free. It's no longer a pandemic, epidemic, whatever you want to call it. For the men out there, 
it would have been a damn hoopla. And for the ladies hoopla! out there, y'all already, you already know you already know y'all would have been acting up because that shit was insane. I was in the house dancing that shit. Like that's how. Like I mean, it was that. In like every single time I heard the song, it didn't. It hit the same every single time. It never missed. And, and the wild dance, that, like we would have saw that in person and not on TikTok. Uh, like yo, I know yo. And I want to let it be known if or let it be said. If you have not watched that music video for WAP, you need to go and watch it. Type it in now. Stop the podcast. Watch it right now. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what you're doing as a man specifically, but as a woman too, because that shit is crazy. Um, but do I think she's having a better start than Cardi B? No. The reason I will say it is because I think it can be inflated because I Spice came in the generation of TikTok's upbringing, full-on upbringing. She came in the generation where it's easy to make a hit and it was easy to get popular. Cardi B didn't come in the TikTok generation full on. Like when she first popped off, it was Twitter, Instagram. Like, you know, that's how we, YouTube, like that's how we're having to like bond and get stuff closer. That's how we're having to, uh, you know, move stuff. Now it's like, bro, when, when, what is the song literally called Munch? Is that what the song is called? Uh, I think so. Like, when that song came out, bro, that was all over TikTok. It was easy. It was like an infiltration of, nigga, I'm a munch. Like, that's, that's all I heard. Munch, 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 munch everywhere. <laughs> you'd, have thought I was, you'd, have, you'd have thought I was eating a damn sandwich or two at that point. So, no, I do not believe that her rise is equivalent or even near Cardi B's. But I do see where someone can make an argument to say that Ice Spice is having a better start than Cardi B because of the simple fact that she had the exposure off of hand. Yeah, and that's exactly where I'm about to go with it. I think that <laughs> Ice Spice is having a better start than Cardi B. Um, and this is being, I want to like reiterate that this is being said prior to Ice Spice debut album. So I'm, I'm, you know, I know Cardi B's the first female. That shit gonna be trash. That shit gonna be trash, bro. I don't even wanna fucking. I, I'm telling you, shit gonna be trash. It's gonna be trash. It probably will be. It probably will be. But here's where I'm going from that Ice Spice is having a better start to her career. The number one okay. thing is Ice Spice is a nobody. She came from nothing and had mm-hmm. one of the hottest songs out. Uh, Came back with Pink Pantheris or however you say her name. Had the next hottest song out. She's got a song with Nicki Minaj, which is also a fucking amazing music video too. If you like WAP, you'll also like the Nicki Minaj uh, Ice Spice music video collab. She's got a song with Taylor Swift now, which is doing absolute numbers. She just broke the Spotify record. So... When we look at Ice Spice compared to Cardi B, Cardi B was a, um, you know, she was a culture baby. People already knew who she was. She was off Love and Hip Hop. She had a little bit of fame before she went into the rap game anyways. Mm -hmm. Maybe she wasn't nationwide known or globally known like she is today. But um, if you were from New York or if you watched Love and Hip Hop or if, you know, you were in tune with the culture and what everything was going on, you probably knew who Cardi B was before the rap stuff started. But Ice Spice yeah. is just the girl next door, put out a song, told the whole world, told every nigga out here in the whole world, your ass is a munch, 
and I'm not feeling your dumb ass. And we all fell for that shit and she just kept coming and she keeps coming. And I think the crazy part about her is she's getting up. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Pun intended, pun intended. Um, oh, the crazy God. part about Ice Spice is that she's getting all these collabs, all these features so early, which is something Cardi B did not have the luxury of. She had, a, she kind of had to approve it, um, you know, because there's a whole Cardi versus Nikki thing. I like we've talked about it before. I think that's outrageous. Nobody compares to Nikki, but Ice Spice is getting these collabs and all these big time artists. You know, the only thing that would make me have pushback on her debut album being trash, per se, is that I feel like the label won't let it happen. Like, there's so much money fluctuating through Ice Spice right now. So many, like, uh, brands being associated with her. So many avenues that they're probably planning out the next two, three years as we speak of how they about to capture the youth. I feel like if anything, they might fucking Lil Nas X I Spice and absolutely not let her fail. And she could be here for the long run. I feel like at this point, she's probably here for the long run. Yeah, I mean, I can see the longevity in her because this generation is is, is brainwashed to a, a degree where they literally, I mean, their brains, if it's on the internet, their brains just click, dopamine hit, dopamine hit, dopamine hit. Um, and look, we're all we're all addicted to dopamine. We literally need it to be happy, which is insane. Um, but it's a good point. Like I said, I could see the exact point why someone can argue it. Um, Cardi, I think, with her age at the time as well, could be an argument for the side of of Ice Spice. Like, oh, like I mean, she was a little bit older, and this, that, and the other, and then she also had Offset on the way. Like, I think that. Having the Migos connect before the Migos became slightly irrelevant, RIP takeoff. Um, it's hard because the Migos were the shit. Like they were the shit. Oh yeah, and biggest the, art, uh, biggest artist group in the whole world, probably. Yeah, easy, easy. Aside from maybe BTS, even back then. Um, but I think that when it comes down to it. It's like hard to to argue it because it's like Cardi is so good at she's so good at playing to the the, the ladies. He's she's so good at it. Like I mean, she's so good at it. Um, and entitling them, and which I mean can be a good and a bad thing for us guys. But I mean, I think she moved people. She's I think they both have moved people in different sorts of points in their lives. Uh, whereas now, like. Ice Spice is grasping that younger generation of like simps and like weird ass kids like that are literally turning into almost like borderline perverts being simps just respectfully. I'm not even going to sit here and lie. <laughs> I, I mean, I see. I mean, I've seen the, I've seen this stuff, man. It's, it's a little pathetic, but I get it. And I get where people like can go with like, you know, she's the girl next door type shit and like all that good stuff. But it's one of those things for me where I think Cardi B has had that effect from the jump where she just automatically engaged every group of people without having to sexually entice them respectfully. Um, and not to say Cardi is an attractive woman to somebody or, or other people, but 
I think the sex appeal, because now we're getting overloaded with a lot of, um, uh, I got to think of the right word, um, a lot of very sensual content, like very young people are getting exposed to stuff that they don't, they shouldn't, I'm not shouldn't see, but won't, won't, shouldn't have an abundance of exposure to, to honestly get to college, an abundance by, by, by uh, that I said, not exposure, but abundance. And where it can be almost detrimental, and she could, Ice Spice could be a good thing for the industry, she could be a bad thing for the industry. But I think that Cardi's rise was more authentic, even though she did have the love of hip hop type shit. And like, she obviously had all set on her back and that type of thing. But I still think it was a lot more authentic in the fact that she didn't have to have that type of blow up from a fucking app to become relevant. You know? True. So, I mean, that's my point in case there. I can't really argue. It's hard to argue against Ice Spice right now because she literally is like, it's recency bias at its finest. Not to say you're, you're on recency bias, but it's easy to go with Ice Spice in that regard. My final point will be Cardi B doesn't write her music and Ice Spice does. But also, it kind of works against <laughs> Ice Spice in a way because it definitely shows that Ice Spice writes her music and Cardi B doesn't. Because Ice Spice lyrics are trash, to be honest. But those lyrics are dog shit. But them beats be going crazy. I cannot lie. That nigga munch. Yeah, that shit goes crazy. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't even be mad at her for that. Like that shit was. That was probably. That was wow. I don't even want to talk about it because it was just such. It was, it was a point in time where it was just like it was running through. It, it, it could be anything that was happening, and somebody said. That nigga a munch. And it just keeps and it's just easy. But moving on to our number one favorite topic of the pod. My favorite, my most favorite time, aside from catching up with our weeks and our days. The Black React, baby. Black React. Uh, let's go. Um, so <laughs> if you guys haven't noticed, the desire to be a sugar baby. It is growing in today's culture. Um, so, God, this is so hard for me to speak on this. Um, <laughs> but the question is for this week: Would you be a sugar daddy and fund a girl's lifestyle? Michael, let you start. <laughs> so, let me just preface this saying: like, we are in a epidemic where, you know, there are a ton of girls who want to be sugar babies they want to find a guy who will fund their lifestyle and you know they just want to be out here looking good looking cute no no no, no let me let me let me preface this real quick go ahead actually no i'm gonna no 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 go ahead no 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 my bad i didn't mean to cut you off go ahead go ahead go ahead yeah so i mean they want to look cute they want to do things with their friends get drinks and hit up their little dude hey i need a hundred dollars can you send me a hundred bucks and shit like hundred dollars no them niggas ask for like a grand bro what the fuck all right well you talking about the ones that really got it got it but <laughs> they, got, they got the extra sugar <laughs> they went <laughs> i'm talking about the ones that went over to their neighbor's house and asked for some sugar those type of sugar daddies they ain't got it like that but oh. like so yes I'm I'm funding a girl's lifestyle. I'm that nigga. Shit. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I ain't got nothing wrong with it. I'm that dude. I would love to fund a girl's lifestyle. To me, 
that is some alpha dog shit. Like, oh yeah, this girl, cause this girl's like, especially like, think about it. If you got the finances for it, this girl thinks she playing you. Oh, I got this nigga to send me another 200. And you over here like, this bitch keep coming over because I sent $200. Like, what's 200 bucks? <laughs> like, nice, like so I'm one thousand. like, I don't care. Judge me if you want. Anybody listening to this want to judge me? Like I always say, you can eat a hot dog without a bun, nigga. I don't care. I'm funding a shawty, a little baddies lifestyle. No doubt about it. It's coming. I think that shit's fire. You can hit me up. Also, any ladies listening right now, you know, I ain't got it like that right now. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I could take you. I could, like, send you to dinner a couple times every now and then. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> by every now and then, he means, like, twice a year, bro. <laughs> Yo, don't, don't be out here. Don't be out here painting false pictures, bro. Don't be out here painting. No, 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 no. I see where you're coming from, bro. I think every every man's desire or every every man should strive to be able to fully support their woman or, you know, even just a sugar baby, whatever you want. But, I mean, for the for the point here on my end is like, I want to make the two. Po- I want to make two points here. One, the questions was, would you fund a girl's lifestyle? First off, these lifestyles start be- start becoming not their lifestyles, bro. Most of these girls before they get the sugar daddy got lifestyles as boring and as dull as a fucking college student with no money, bro. Like that <laughs> is what their lives are. But then they get the sugar daddy and they're like, oh, I'm going to Miami this week. Oh, I'm actually going to Dubai for two weeks. Like, no, 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 no. You ain't never been to fucking Dubai. You act like you've been there multiple times, bitch. No, you haven't. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> No, 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 no. Let me, let me, let, let me go ahead and put. Let me put this fire out right fucking now. Ain't no way in Sam hell I'm supporting a, a girl to be a sugar. I'm not gonna be her sugar daddy unless that's my that's my wife, bro. Like that's just being honest. Like if she's my wife, that's different. I'll you know I'll do whatever. You get me? But if she just a random like a random girl. Like, hey, can you send me like three, four hundred bucks? Like, I'm gonna go to Nobu with my friends in ATL. Like, what? <laughs> you weren't going to Nobu. <laughs> you weren't going. You weren't going to Nobu. You weren't going to Nobu three months ago when I met you. You you couldn't even scratch the floor out back. Like, I mean, what 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 levels are we on right there? There's levels to this shit, and you are not there. Um. It's wild to me, bro. It's wild to me nowadays because a lot of women are fantasizing this. It's actually romanticized at this point because, first off, a lot of a lot of like women in general. I mean, and this is being honest. This isn't even me being rude or just being. Some of y'all girls are not pretty enough to have a sugar daddy. I'm just being 100 percent honest with you. Like I'm telling you this. It is a statistical fact in terms of attractiveness. You are not. Right. It's just a fact. I'm not even saying you're you're not pretty. Everybody's pretty in their own right. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. And if you look at yourself in the mirror, you probably think you're pretty. <laughs> so that's, the, that's one point. And like I said, no way I'm funding a girl's lifestyle that she didn't live th- the, you know, before I met her. I'm just saying. Like, you want, like I said, you want to go to Nobu in a- Atlanta? You want to go to Nobu in Atlanta? You ain't never been to Nobu. You ain't never been to Noob. And it was the va-va to the va-va. Nah, bro. I swear to God, bro. You talk, talk about some damn luxury hotels in some foreign countries. It's cheap as hell in these foreign countries. Why are we trying to go to fucking luxury shit? Why are we trying to go to luxury shit? Why can't we just go somewhere nice? 
<laughs> oh, let's go to let's let's go to New Zealand. It's so beautiful out there. Fucking New Zealand, bro. Go to New Zealand on your own dime. When you make your money and you come back and you you be like, oh, can we go? Yep, sure can. We'll no, nah, but we'll you just gotta be away. smart about it. So you're gonna hit you and be like, hey, daddy, I'm trying to like go on vacation type shit, and I'll be like, I got you, baby. I'm gonna send your ass to India where you can get an Airbnb, a nice ass Airbnb for two hundred dollars. <laughs> it's gonna be mad expensive. No, but the thing is, don't bro. don't steer too far. Once you leave the airport, go straight to the Airbnb because I cannot, <laughs> I can't vouch for your safety. I, I'm not, I can't afford an Uber. I'm not vouching for your safety. If you make one wrong turn, you might be screwed. But trust me, the place is gonna be nice and it's gonna be two hundred dollars. I want to go back to the song that Drake, there's a line in the Drake song that I always, I cannot remember the name of the song, but I remember the line. He says, I know some girls that save pictures from them being on a flight to different places to seem like they on the go. And the funny thing is like, they're always on the go. Cause that's what girls want. They want other girls to be like, they, girls want other girls to envy them. It's like a dominance thing. It's a dominance thing. They want to be like, I'm that bitch, not you type shit you know what i'm saying and for us as guys we just like it's about money muscles maybe and like picking up girls right they want to make other girls jealous by saying oh i'm going to i'm going to dubai look at me i'm in i'm in vietnam and i didn't pay for a damn thing i'm in france i went to i went to italy i went to, like nah 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 bro that i cannot justify Giving nobody money for a lifestyle they ain't even know how to live. And it'd be the worst <laughs> type of women that want to be a sugar baby, bro. It'd be the worst type of women. Don't even know how to act. Won't even know how to act. I've seen, like, you You have probably seen sugar babies and you're like, damn, they be at, they acting up for no damn reason. Because they ain't never had no money. Oh, uh, they give people the money that, ones for sure. You, if you give a woman that never had money money, it's just like if you give somebody a million dollars that never doesn't know anything about money, they're going to blow it or they're going to fucking probably become addicted to something but that's gambling drugs alcohol alcohol is a drug by technicality but we have to separate it just i to, guess just to clarify. i guess i'm coming from the perspective that in this scenario i got it like that and i mean i'm not i'm not pressing up i'm not pressing dude how do the rich stay rich michael no 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 no, no, no but see like what you're like the guys that are really out there doing that shit what they're asking for to them is like really chump change. Like it's like, I was going to spend that anyways. Like, psh, you know, me and the boys were about to go out. I was about to spend that anyways type shit. But it's also like, I don't know to me, like I'm not out here. I don't have like 10 girls on the roster. I would have like one girl, but it's also kind of like some fly shit. Like I just sent this. That's lame as hell. My nigga, if you got a, if you got a sugar, if she's your sugar baby, bro, that means you, that ain't your girlfriend. She gonna go out there. She gonna fly. She gonna fuck somebody else and come back to you. And then she gonna fuck you too. So like, bro, what are you doing? But you don't want her to be your girlfriend, or you would just make her your your girlfriend. But then, don't that mean she's still gonna be a thought out there in the streets doing the same shit? I'm just gonna have to deal with it. That means that I'm out here being a thought on the streets, and it's a done deal. It's a you know consensual type situationship. And I don't know. I think it's fly. I think it's fly. I think well, I think there's we'll, a reason that those rich guys, that all the rich guys, like keep one of them on it. Like, there's probably some sense of satisfaction. Like, I think, like I said, I think it's kind of like an alpha thing to just be out. I here. mean, it is alpha. 
it is alpha. I'm I'm not gonna say anything's not alpha, you know. But my point is, is like, bro, <laughs> like if I got it like that, bro, I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. I love women, all shapes and sizes. I love, I love, I love most people, like just about everybody, um, girls and guys included. Like, right, like obviously not not sexually with men, but you know what I get. Um. But, like, if I'm talking about, if I got it like that, I'm telling you, like, the way I'd be spending my money be on my bros, bro. I can't even lie to you. Like, I can't even sit here and lie. Like, if I was like, yo, like, I got it, got it like that. I bring my boys, like, wherever we want to go. Like, I'll fly us out. I'll get us. I'll pay for this shit. If like, you got it like that and you flew me out, bro, but you didn't fly out no bitches? Well, no, I fly out the, I fly out the girls just to be there. I, she ain't my So you funding the, the whole, you, not only are you sugar baby and the girls but you funding the niggas that has sugar babies too <laughs> no 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 like you funding our like, sugar I'm, babies i'm funding them for y'all bro like i'm funding for y'all like i can have my piece too you know what i'm saying but like like i'm just having them for the trip like i have like different ones for the trip that's a like form no of babies, sugar, but, hey. that's a form of doing it bro it don't you ain't got to keep them on a roster sugar baby I'm talking about like a consistent sugar baby, like, oh, this is my three month sugar baby. I, or she's been my sugar baby for like three months. Like, nah, bro. Like, you wanted to, once again, you wanted to go to Nobu. You want to go to the Vava, to the Vuvu. There's also different types of sugar babies. There's ones where you're funding her lifestyle without you. Or there's ones where it's like she's getting to like reap the benefits of all this shit, but she's also with you when it's happening. See, and I might be, I might be more on this on the line of that one, because like if I'm gonna go to hypothetically go to the point of like Dubai, like I'm gonna want, yeah, okay, I'd be like, yeah, come with me, like I'll, you know, I'll pay for this shit, like that's not a big deal, right? Because I was gonna go, but if you want to go by yourself with your girlfriends to fucking Narnia for all I care, the moon with Elon Musk, like, no, absolutely <laughs> not, like. <laughs> You ain't about, you ain't about to spend my money completely ill advised. I don't care how much money I got. Like I'm just not doing it. Well, the ain't only no one getting to... my car. That's for damn sure. Like no one's. Well, that's that's well, that's what yes. That's yes, for damn yes, sure. No yes. one's just out here spending money without me knowing what's being spent. Anything a girl Please, no. spends for me, like I sent you that <laughs> with the face yeah, ID, Apple what... Pay, and everything. Like I had to scan my face to send that to you. I double checked it every. Nah, time. bro. That's that's the thing. Is like. It's like everybody wants. It's it's like everybody wants more. Maybe I'm just a wholesome guy deep deep down because I'm. I think everyone's a bit superficial on the on the forefront. That's what superficial is. That's what the definition of it is. But like, when it comes down to it, like I like I think I said like like I said I'd be more leaning to the side of like. If I'm gonna go do this trip, yeah, like you can come. Like if I'm gonna go to Miami for like a week and a half, like rip one with the boys. I'll bring some. I'll bring some girls down like with us type shit you know like that be different but we talking about like like i said if we, if she want to go somewhere with her girls and i'm not there nah bro like absolutely not like i don't i don't even care like i, I wouldn't even care like oh you fucking some other dude like doing all this other because i'm gonna be asking something from you if i'm your sugar daddy right I'm getting something out of it, aside from just the satisfaction of being a sugar daddy because oh, i'm yeah, gonna yeah, get yeah. something yeah yeah you're not just... i'm gonna get something <laughs> Yeah, you're not. You ain't getting this here. shit for free. You ain't got like an IM friend just sending out fucking big bucks. <laughs> a fucking a 
fucking pin pal. Like, here's <laughs> here's ten thousand dollars, baby. Like, have a good time. No, nah. that's ultimate simp mode. That's the ultimate simp. And for y'all simps out there, let me just go and look me in my eyes real quick. Look me in my eyes. If you are a simp, guess what, bro? She'll like you for like a year, maybe like two years, maybe even three. But I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you, bro. She gonna break your heart. She gonna run off with a bad boy, and you gonna be sitting there simping in your hands because you gonna be beating your dick so much because she ain't get, she ain't there no more. I'm gonna go and tell you, bro. Don't do it. Like I, I I heard a guy say the other day. He said, "You don't have to be a nice guy. Just be a good man. That's all we want, bro. That's what everybody." Wants. So for y'all y'all simps out there, say ah. Funner, I do, I do whatever you want. Yeah, all right, bro. You think that's gonna keep? That's you think that's gonna get you a wifey, bro? We already said they only want a one percent man. That's true. But you better have some fucking balls too. You can't be no pussy, no pushover. But if you are, I'd put you in the dirt too, my boy. <laughs> but uh, that's that's my point in case right there, my people. I'm just gonna let it be known. Uh, for all the ladies out there saying, oh, he's such a sigma for that, like, blah, blah, nah, 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 it, If it was, the roles were reversed, and I said, hey, I want to go to so-and-so, are you just throwing money at me? I don't, I, I guarantee you ain't. I guarantee you ain't. I guarantee it. No, I earned this shit. Yeah, best believe you did earn it. Best believe, and I'm going to take that shit, too. I'm going to take that shit, just like, just like them stockbrokers doing all, all. I'm going to take all that shit and make the real estate market collapse while I'm at it, too. <laughs> well, I think that's all we got for tonight, folks. For the fellas out there listening, listen up, brother. She only wants a 1% man. So if you just heard our Black React conversation and you're out here like, I want to fund me a sugar baby, well, you better, your broke ass better become a 1% man. If you heard that Black React segment and was like, I ain't funding nobody, guess what? I guarantee you you're not a 1% man, so you can't fund nobody no damn how. So quit <laughs> your bitching and get your bread up. For the ladies out there listening, move on. He don't want you. He's sending $1,000 checks to a baddie on Instagram who will never sleep with him. But it's all good because we still love you. And you're still beautiful and powerful at the same time. It's the After Dark Podcast. Until next time.